0: I'm Marco Werman, this is the world. Pope Francis began his first full day on the job with a simple act. After praying at a church in Rome, he stopped by the hotel where he'd been staying before the conclave to pick up his bags and pay the bill himself. The gesture was in keeping with the new pope's reputation as a simple and modest man, but many around the globe are just starting to learn about his past in his native Argentina, and some uncomfortable questions come up there. Jorge Mario Bergoglio was head of the Jesuit order in Argentina during much of that nation's darkest episodes episode, the so-called Dirty War in the 1970s and early 1980s. That's when the military government fearful of a communist uprising, arrested and murdered tens of thousands of people suspected of leftist sympathies. The Catholic Church has been criticized for its silence during the Dirty War, and Bergoglio in particular, for some specific actions. Veronica Smink is an Argentine journalist who reports for the BBC. She's in Buenos Aires. Veronica, let's start with a specific issue. Bergoglio's uh, alleged role in the disappearance of two priests from his own Jesuit order, known for their liberation theology, their work in the slums. What happened to them, and what was Bergoglio supposed to have done or not done?
1: Well, these two Jesuits were kidnapped and remained in custody of the military for five months and were tortured there. They were then released. But the accusation is that Bergoglio did not protect them as head of the Jesuits. And this came out publicly in 2010 when a journalist published testimonies saying, you know, that Bergoglio had not protected them. Bergoglio himself then answered, replied, you know, to these accusations also in 2010 in an autobiographical book called The Jesuits, in which he said. Basically, that at that time he was a young man, didn't have much contacts. He, he lamented not having done more, but said that he did the best he could in those circumstances.
0: Another family went to Bergoglio for help looking for their daughter and her young baby who had been disappeared in that period. Uh, he eventually had to testify as a witness in that case, right?
1: Yes, that's right. He actually also had to uh, testify as a witness in the case of one of the Jesuits, you know, that went to trial. In both cases, only summoned as a witness, not accused of anything formally. And it's interesting to to know that Argentina is currently carrying out hundreds of trials of people, you know, who were involved and are accused of abuses at the time. Having said which, Bergoglio has never, you know, other than having to to present testimony as a witness, he's never been formally accused of anything, Uh, but it is true. He also, yes, was called as a witness in a case of kidnapping of children, which was, of course, one of the other things, you know, that was going on at that time.
0: And I gather some activists, uh, as far as these uh, current trials taking place, uh, criticized Bergoglio for not supporting these trials.
1: Well the the episcopal conference so the meeting of the the top hierarchy of the church did come out twice formally apologizing for the general role of the church at the time saying we should have done more um, lamenting the specific role of some of their clergymen and uh, also saying you know that they would do their best to support these trials and and calling for people you know who had any evidence to to come out but yes there is a general sense in Argentina that the catholic church if not complicit, um, did not do enough.
0: Why was the church silent on, on the dirty war for the most part?
1: Well, in his book, Bergoglio says, you know, that a lot of things are known now, but back then there was a lot of confusion. You know, there were leftist groups, you know, military groups, guerrillas attacking civilians even, and there was a lot of chaos going on. And he says, yes, we should have, you know, in retrospect, we should have done more. But Bergoglio says, you know, at the time uh, we weren't aware of what was happening and we did our best. It's also interesting that um, a Nobel Peace Prize winner, a fellow Argentine, Adolfo Perez-Esquivel, came out to defend Bergoglio yesterday. He he said, you know, that Bergoglio himself has no links with the military. Um, this is a, a very, you know, important human rights advocate. So I think it's, um, it speaks, you know, quite eloquently about Bergoglio's role himself. As a head of the church, you know, perhaps many will feel that he should perhaps be more apologetic. But uh, at that time, he wasn't the head. He was the head of the Jesuits. And uh, I suppose people will always feel, some people will always feel that he should have done more. Others will feel that he did what he could due to the circumstances.
0: How widespread is the anger in Argentina today at the Catholic Church for its silence during the Dirty War? And has any of that dampened the enthusiasm in Argentina for the uh, election of a pope from there?
1: It has. It has a bit. Yes. I think generally speaking, Argentines, both Catholic and non-Catholic, are just generally very pleased and proud that an Argentine has been selected pope. You know, the, a lot of them were telling me we already have Lionel Messi, you know, in, in soccer. <laughs> uh, we have Maradona. Uh, we're about to have a, a queen in Holland, a maxima of Holland. And now we have a pope. So A they're maxima just, you know, of, bursting. of
0: Argentine descent?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yes, she's Argentine. And uh, so, so they're just bursting with pride. And of course, no one was expecting this.
0: The BBC's Veronica Smink speaking with us from Buenos Aires. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Marco.